Hello, everybody. This is Barbara Kelly with Can A Girl Speaks Podcast. And tonight I have four special guests. And I am so excited tonight because this segment I'm calling it Boss Ladies or Boss Women. And I came up with this term because um, your husband, and, and I'll introduce her in a minute, uh, Shay, he said that he saw something on, I think, social media. And I can't think of who he said, but he said uh, they were talking about women. And he said this is, the, he, I think he, the way he said it was, Brent said, this is going to be the season of women, women in power. Mm-hmm. You know? And so when, I, when he said that, I was like, yeah. I said, that's the reason why I want, I want these women, these ladies, to come on this podcast and um, talk about you know their roles their role as being women in our community and women leaders you know and so i've asked these four these four young ladies to come on the podcast and um just talk about their experience about being about being women in in a leadership role and also being business owners and entrepreneurs and all that so without further ado i'm gonna i'm gonna have each one of them i mean they're gonna go around and they're gonna talk about who they are i told them they can give their props shout outs to whoever they want to do and whoever they want to give the shout outs to. So we're going to start with Miss Norma. Oh. <laughs> Caught y'all guard. Yes, yes. Be you ready at all times. I'm, like, I'm the one who probably have the, well, my shout out is to, of course, the Canada at large. I just want to just say hey. Say so who you are, Mom. I'm Norma. I'm Norma Finnan. And, um, that's basically it. Right you don't now. want to say who you, I mean, say, you know, I own this and I own that. Well, I don't own anything. I'm but just a steward to a life of abundance, and I'm just so thankful for that. All right. Very thankful for that. I don't own anything. We're going to get to going. So, Ms. Shay. Hi, um, I'm Shayla Kelly. Um, I have two kids here in Corsicana. I'm born and raised here also. I am the owner of Signature Smiles, it's a cosmetic teeth whitening business so if you need teeth whitening you can follow me on social media at signature smiles or contact me at 214-502-1099 all right shay i'm shay lee i am the founder of bella women's empowerment organization that's bella beautiful empowering ladies of luxurious acquirements and i'm also one of the owners of 820 management um I reside here in Corsicana, born and raised here in Corsicana. Anyone want to reach me, you can reach me at 214-210-9184. All right, you have any kids? Yeah. I have three stepkids. Um, none of my own, believe it or not. 36, no kids. <laughs> but, yeah, that's about it. Okay. So, um, my name is Shayla Beck, and I am a branch director for a youth nonprofit organization up here in Corsicana. Born and raised, I have two amazingly beautiful children, a 12-year-old and a 5-year-old. Um, man, um, I just love my job and I love Corsicana. Shout out to Corsicana. All right. So, um, to start this conversation off, um, I, I kind of jotted down some names of some women pioneers that kind of, you know, kind of came across my mind. And so when I thought about these women, I was like, okay, so these women, they set, they set the bar or they, they were the, the, the women that um, left a legacy. And so when I call these women's names out, I want you guys to be thinking about, you know, what kind of legacy that you want to leave, you know, because these, some of these women you, you, you're familiar with because some of them are from, you know, they were from Corsicana and then, you, then some women you, you've heard about them historically. So just think about that, um, Madam C.J. Walker, Harriet Tubman, Barbara Jordan, 
Then locally, we have um, Mabel Scott. Then we have Emmeline Gonzalez. Then we have Doris Hines. She was our former council person, woman. Then we have Lois Sheen Hart. And then we have Miss Ruby Williams. And then we have Faith Holt. And that's just a few. I mean, I know we have more, but I just kind of jot those names down. And so, um, with that being said, to start our conversation out, to start our conversation off, um, what challenges do you see as an African American woman in our community and as a business owner, and why? What kind of challenges do you think do you think that um, that you that you may have or may not have as an African American woman? You know, anyway, y'all can just no 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 random order. You know. I wouldn't, ne not necessarily from the aspect of an African-American woman, but just a woman in general, a lot of times it's harder for people to take you serious, especially I feel like with men, it's, for me, um, especially dealing with like music artists and things like that, you have to be a little tougher, um, like I said, so, you, so you t I feel like it's harder for us to be taken serious, especially in certain fields. Okay, Shayla. Oh, um, I wouldn't say it's a, a challenge. It's all about patience and you know the process too and timing. So um, where it may take one individual, one woman, what a year to jumpstart her career or her business, it may take me five or ten. Um, but the key is to never give up. You know, keep pushing, keep promoting yourself, and keep marketing, keep branding, and just stay consistent. I agree with that. I agree with that. I would say the biggest challenge is um, having people to buy into your vision. Um, a lot of the generations now, they want right now. Um, sometimes it, it takes time, um, as Shayla said. It, it really takes time. And you might have a vision, um, and other people might see it a totally different way. And it's okay. But at the end, the finish line, as long as we see that it worked, um, that's been my challenge, um, is especially working where I'm working. I gave myself 90 days uh, when I first started. And of course, you're coming in and you're making changes. It's for the better. But when some people are so used to ha uh, being the same for so long, they don't want change. Don't so you can push back. Um, yeah, so you got push back. Yeah, and they don't buy into your vision and because I, they don't I want I totally change. agree with this. Especially when people are not familiar with you. Yeah. I'm the transplant here. Yes, ma'am. I come in and I'm learning the culture. So I've connected with a lot of people and I'm always asking, are you from Crescent Canada? So I can know just some of the history and what the temperament is among the groups. And, um, you know, just getting somebody to buy into, you know, what you are about or what you're bringing to make change, positive change, not necessarily negative It's really like selling yourself too and showing people why your business could benefit them. But how do you um, get people out of your out of their comfort zone? You know, because that's the thing, how do, they, how do you get them out of their comfort zone? Because we do have a lot of comfortable people. You know, and, and, and it's, you know, and, and that's okay. You know, because I'm, you know, I, I remember, um, and, Jar, and Jerry Shamari, she's my mentor. And I used to always say, and Jerry, you know, they're just not moving fast enough, and you know they're not wanting the same thing I want. And she said, some, "She said, Barb, sometimes you just have to leave them where they are, mm -hmm. love them, mm -hmm. and leave them where they are. And sometimes it might even be family. Mm -hmm. It might be your f closest friends. 
And sometimes you just have to go on. I mean, you know what? Sometimes if, if that's just where they choose to be, because my my best, you know, my best and their best might might be two different bests. What I think is good is good for me, but it might be not good for them, you know. And so we have to we we have to learn that as as a person, you know, our we have different levels, you know. So Shady Bob, you gonna get ready to saying? Well, you kind of covered it, but the other side of it will be just sometimes pulling them to the side, especially if you see that it can benefit them, um, not just them as an individual, but their family too, you know, and it, the community, you know, because you want change in the community as well. And we need change in the community, so. But what does change look like? And when you say change, what does change look like? Getting people to not just be so small-minded, basically. But what does small-minded mean to you? Changing the culture. Culture. Thank you, Shayla. Changing the culture. <laughs> okay, so what does that look like? Um, I mean, because your culture and their culture might be two different cultures. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, I'm, I'm the most culture-shocked person here. Yes, ma'am. So, um coming from a different place, I find that your question first was, what's the challenges for women? Well, take my point. When I'm with my husband and stuff and I'm making this, we're like doing our home and I'm the one doing all the structure about what this project is going to entail. And he's going to my husband, well, what do you think, Mr. Fanning? And he'll go, well, my wife's got all the research and all the documentation and you know she pretty much knows about this it's almost like i have to ask permission to be listened to oh wow and you know heard because you know my paycheck is also contributing to this this project uh -huh. and paying your you know your salary for it yeah so you know it's all that in the box kind of thing it's like I only want to do business with the man of the house. And yeah. if you don't have a man of the house, it's like you're just totally dismissed as credible for what you might bring to the table or offer, even for change. Even if you're put in a position to lead somewhere, if there's not a man in the picture with you, you're, you know, you're not valid because you don't have enough strength to support your individual power of thinking and progressiveness and moving things forward and, and implementing change. But I think our roles, our roles are changing as women. You know, we're being we're we're being put more into the forefront now. You know, and I think we're we're being more empowered. You know, and so because I, I pay attention to that even in our in our in our community, even like you know, Miss Norma, you know, <laughs> your, the branding your branding business, and and then now you're bringing people up under your wing and saying, you know what, you can do more with what you what you have. Right. You know, right. and that's what it's all about. It's, it, it is all about empowerment. You <laughs> know, and so. Um, we just have to know, you know, when to empower and then who to empower. Because sometimes some people can't, they can't take it. They can't handle it. You know, and so how, how, how can we get more women? Because, you know, this, this episode is about women, women in, women in empower, empowerment. You know, because well, to I, get them, pull them out of the box. That's the whole thing. Once they climbed out of that box, then it's, it's almost as endless. I would definitely say accountability has been, um, especially in the position that I am, Accountability in women has really changed the culture. Um, the way they dress when they come inside to pick up their kids, the way they talk professionally, the way they approach us has been a total, a total different culture shock because they were so used to doing things that they wanted to do. Nobody was holding them accountable. Uh, but when you have a professional woman that sits in that seat now that knows you know you are able to speak to me in a respectful and professional manner you're able to come in here dress in a professional manner when you hold those females accountable 
it changes mm-hmm. and it has changed mm-hmm. and it, it and it trickles down to their kids because mm-hmm. now they see how mom comes in and talks and she dresses i'm gonna do the same oh wow mm-hmm. I, I agree with that too and that also kind of starting with that and it helps to build that confidence in yourself when you know okay i can go out i can talk to this person and they're really going to listen to me they're really going to take me serious once you have that confidence in yourself as a businesswoman, that determines how you talk to other people and how you re- you know how other people react to you and when you have more women getting that confidence and you're confident enough that i can help you i can empower you or support you and it doesn't make me feel bad at what i'm doing if you take off before me or right. yeah. however and when you have more women doing it that's putting more women in powerful positions yeah. and that's also motivating other women that may have wanted to but mm-hmm. felt like okay well nobody's gonna gonna do this or no one's gonna do that that gives them the confidence to do it and it just kind of keeps a, it's like a chain reaction so i feel like that's the the big change that's kind of happen you have more women stepping up like oh I can do this yeah oh girl come on I'm gonna help you out we can and do that and I totally agree with you right. because that's how I got the branding thing going I just go well you can you know right you know this is something that you can do and I go so what are your dreams and aspirations and then they tell me I said well you fit right in there competition you know? has been our worst critic that you know, have just, that's the challenge the right there it, that it is, is the not challenge. a competition because we're say, here it's not even competition right. it, it, we're mm-hmm. so powerful as women and yeah. as a community if we could just put our ideas you know and our determination together oh man like course it kind of be off the map yeah no, no, the competition it, thing is is that's, that's the damaging thing yeah. because like you may be able to do all the things and wear all the hats in your specific business but why would you want to do all of that? Right, yeah. Because you know you can't multitask and expect excellence yes, as an end product. Mm-hmm. You know you have to empower. You know you have to circle yourself with people who have that strength and that drive and that you know ambition to do better. And then you just keep pouring into them positive yeah. affirmation. It's yes. like you can do it, yes. and I'll show you. I'll give you every thing that you can that I can do within my God given power to help you get to be the best that you can be with that. Because the worst thing a person a worst thing to me a, a person can do, even a woman or a man, is have knowledge and not share it. Right. You know, that's the I mean I'm like, why was why would why would somebody want to do that? You know, if if I if I have the skill set or I have, you know, connections, right. My whole thing is is like like Miss like Miss just share it. To share it, make a phone call or whoever say, you know what, I know such and such you know, can you help, you know, Shayla out? Or, right. you, know, you know, can you help, can we help Shay out, you know? Because with all the seasoning I have in, in my years of existence, it's not, I can't take it with me. Yes, ma'am. And I'm not doing the service to mankind if I don't give it away. Yeah. And uh, that's that's what I believe in. It's like, that, that's the whole purpose. That's what separates us from being boss women is mm-hmm. bosses look out for Right. And I want, and as a, yeah. and, look out and, for and being a, a boss woman, <laughs> I want to surround myself right. with people who are out there just getting it going and can do whatever it takes to get it done right. and get it done right. Because I'm looking at like y'all's generation. I'm looking, I, 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 you know, I've been watching Shayla for a long time. So you know, Shayla was, you know, she got into the hair industry. Mm-hmm. Then she's doing teeth. I'm like, okay, you know, because our generation, you either lock into one job mm-hmm. and you sit there, and you, you know, get your 401k, blah blah blah. But this culture generation that's coming up, they're just getting all aspects of different careers. 
they're not settling for just one one thing but you know and so that can be a good thing and, and a, a bad, bad thing. thing yes because if i, I see you one week <laughs> and you're doing this and a lot of times people to me it's like people miss their calling yeah. or they miss what they could really take off with because okay you see this person over here doing this and okay well i need that service yes. or i need this but instead of me saying okay let's work together well no i can do that too so then now <laughs> you're doing and this that, and that, that oh, and then wow. this person and, over here yeah, well i need this so it. now you're doing that too so yeah. people that are watching you are like okay you're not really consistent with that's your that's business that's that's i've heard that a lot for myself and i guess that's where the challenge comes in at, especially mm -hmm. being here in corsica county yeah that's, that's because true. like you say i went to cosmetology mm -hmm. school i have my license but my purpose wasn't to go to stand behind a chair yeah i started out doing makeup and yeah. i was actually um working with a few photographers in dallas that were meeting celebrities that needed services but i didn't have the credentials mm -hmm. so that's why i went to school so i could have my credentials to do makeup well when you're in a small town it's so much that goes into cosmetology and people being able to afford it. Mm -hmm. So I had to move around. Yeah. I did my research on teeth whitening. <laughs> um, I could easily just pack up and leave. But I have a purpose here in Corsica County. Mm -hmm. So until I find out what my gift is for the reason I need to be here in Corsica County, I think I'll continue to keep touching. And God gives me those gifts. Like, yeah. I don't touch nothing that I can't do. Yeah. And I'm confident with everything that I can do. But I heard people tell me, a lot about um, not taking me serious because I have my hands in everything. I feel like once I'm able or once God shows me or give me that timing to say this is where I want you to be, mm -hmm. I'll be able to do that. But I'll also be able to help people in other areas that yeah. I touch. Yeah. Okay. So it's just having that knowledge, like you said, and you know, being knowing that you can do it, the confidence. So. So do you feel that? I mean, you know, we know this is a small town, like you said. You could go to Metroplex, and then, like I said, the competition up there is, you know, all, you know. So, you, do you have to find yourself lowballing yourself because you're in a small town, and yes. you know they're not gonna pay for the services on what if you probably go to the Metroplex, you yes. probably can make a whole lot of money, you know. So, does that is that a hindrance? I mean, even like with with your business, you know. I, mean, I start starting out. I felt like that. Okay, I'm in a small town. If I charge what I know people in Dallas will pay, or people in bigger cities then they're not going to do it. However, I started out with like my social media coordinating. I started out, my retainers were 75 a month, $75 a month. It's not that much. Okay. Um, I got a client that it was 150 a month. Once I got my first client that pays me $300 a month, that 75 no longer exists oh, wow. because now I know I'm capable of getting more mm -hmm. in this mm -hmm. small town. So now, you, if you can't pay me what I'm asking, I can direct you to somebody that'll and buy that, it for and that. See, and that's the whole thing. Right. We feel guilty about owning up mm -hmm. to what we're worth. Mm -hmm. You want other people and other resources to, to find that and know. But if you don't believe and, it. And like I, and like mm -hmm. I always tell everybody, well, give me your price list and you work it all out the way you develop a price list for this mm -hmm. event. And I need you to have it ready. You know, you start wishy-washy. I said, just think of a number that you want and just stay with that. It doesn't have to be anything big and grand and everything, but something that that you feel comfortable that people will pay for it at that mm -hmm. event. You do it and you find out people will pay pay you that, and then they'll say, 
oh wow, I would have paid more for that. And then that's but you got your client, you already got your father. But that now. takes that that confidence. That's what I'm saying. Once you, but okay, once you just settle, once you set your mind, it's like I'm gonna start with this. This mm -hmm. is gonna be my base fee to start out until I get my feelers out there. And you have to, you know, sometimes that base fee has to be seventy-five dollars. Right. But when you get that first big chunk that you want then that, that's, that's your standard that's confirmation that's, that's your, that's your right. standard and you stay to it and you don't mm -hmm. go down you can you have you can start on that first step but don't start trying to start out high and exactly and then it, that's where people get disillusioned and then they you know they, they give up mm -hmm. you know with it but right. you're so right so how are you so how are you making an impact in your in this community in your community how are you making an impact I think with everything that I do, I have so many young individuals watching me. I don't get a lot of, um, I'm not going to say I don't get support because word of mouth is crazy. Yeah. Um, so Social media. Yeah, yeah, social media is crazy. So I just feel like it's the timing. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay if I go a whole month without one client in the next month I'll be booked. I'm okay with that. So it's, it's all about timing. Um, yeah, <laughs> I will personally say um, giving these kids an opportunity they've never had before. It, that's exactly what. Uh, <laughs> that's how I always these, open it up. Some <laughs> of these youth have they've been out of course of Canada. They've probably been to Dallas, uh, but to give them the activities um, and programs that we have offered them over the course of months has been just indescribable. Um, not only hearing it from the parents, but the community. Being a voice of change. Mm -hmm. um, again, we've gotten so complacent in the culture um, and being on, as they say, the east side of town. The east side of town is one of the most powerful sides of town. I, have, I was raised on the east side in a new addition. <laughs> um, and I mean, we were, you know, we were some power. I will honestly say we, so some successful people have came out of the, the new edition. But when you hear East Side, it's like, oh, that's the East Side of town. Mm. And they have this label on it. Right. Those are some of the most smartest kids and most creative kids I've ever dealt with, ever. Um, and so just giving them th that um that opportunity um, that they can say they have done things that they've never done before. Um, being a voice in the schools, um, when their parents can't make it to something, being there for them, letting kids know they have that support system um, is, a, is a change in the community. Because yeah. a lot of them don't have that support. It really is. And so I like, you know, I know Ms. Norman, she did her, her research and, and so you know, the stigma for Course Canada is this is a poor community, mm -hmm. you know, and so to me, when you start hearing that over and over, and I hear it all the time because of, in, because of my position, I hear it all the time about the, and you see the numbers, and so to me, after you keep saying that, then you start believing it. Exactly. You know, and I'm like, when do we stop saying that? Because like, like Shayla, like she, like she said, she said, you know, those kids have, we give them opportunity because my thing is, we we hear a lot of you know stories where look at look at Denzel Washington. He's a Boys and Girls Club. I mean, I meant Boys and Club. You know, you know, participant. You know, and so we have people that 
have gone on, you know, coming out of the, they, they went to college, you know, from the east side, mm -hmm. and they're, doing, they're, they're successful. I just mm -hmm. wish they would come back more and say, right. you know, hey, I made it out. And I know. feel like that's what, that, that goes a long way too. When you actually, because just like with you, you can tell these kids all day long, oh, you have a chance, you, you know, you can do this, you, you can overcome your situation, this is, but when there's somebody that actually says, I was where you are, but this is where I am right now. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's kind of my role that I play in a lot of stuff. Like, I try to encourage people, like, you know, if this is what you want to do, you can do this. Like, I haven't always had everything. And then a lot of times people look at me and you you assume that I'm going to be a certain way. Yes. Uh, you know, okay, she looks like this. She got tattoos. She has this, this, this. But when I open my mouth, I'm actually pretty educated, you know? So it's like you can't just judge a person by their past or yeah. what walk of life they were raised in or however because it's all about your determination and what you actually want to become yourself. Most definitely. Yeah. So, so you want anything else I want to say on that? You know, because this is y'all's, this is y'all's hour. I mean, my thing is, you know, people, they listen to this podcast mm -hmm. all over. And I think I even had somebody from the UK listen to it, and so mm -hmm. you know, this is this is the the moment of empowerment for because you know my whole thing is we need to change the mindset, change the culture, and this is to my, to me this is the time, you know this is the time to do it, and so um, my, my next you know my next conversation I want to have is how far do you think we've come in our community and why? How far do you think we've come? Are we grading it? I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, from, yeah, let's grade it, let's grade it, you know, let's grade it. How far do you think we've come? On one end, I want to say we've come a long way because you see, you, you see it more. You see more of our people coming up and business owners and things. But then it's like, you have those moments where it's just like, really? In 2019, we're still. You know? And let me and let me let me just let me just interject on that on this question because you know I'm in the you know in the the public a lot. Miss Norma is, mm -hmm. but I don't see you know when I call these names out you know earlier or some of the pioneers that have gone on you know we just lost Miss Emmeline Gonzalez, mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, who's gonna replace them? You know who's gonna replace me? You know and so that's what I worry. And I see, yeah, I see you guys doing your business, you know, boss ladies' business, you know, doing all that. But I'm like, we still need, we need to see y'all in down at City Hall. Mm -hmm. We need to see y'all down at, you know, making these, being, you know, being those, being at Chamber of Commerce, being those, 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 those movers. Because that's to me, we can do all this business hustle, whatever. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, if you can't go down to the bank and talk to, the bank, uh, you know, Mr. Bank President. And you know, say what I need, or be able to go down to the chamber and say, you know what, I, I'm I own this, and I, you know, they're not hearing you. You know, what I'm saying you just, you know, they're not hearing you. You're, they're hearing you in your community, but they're not hearing you in the whole community. You know, and and we do know there's some movers and shakers in our community. You know, and we know the decisions aren't always made at City Hall. We know what sometimes they're made at the country club. Exactly. You know, and so, how do we change that? How do we change that that culture? Because, I mean, that that is so key to to making to really actually seeing movement in our community. We've got to be visible in all aspects of how you know how this community is run. It's run by 
you know, City Hall. It's run by the chamber. It's run by the county. You know, so we, how do we, how do we change that? I would say people getting people in the mindset that nothing is owed to you. You have to work for it. Mm -hmm. This this community, we struggle with um, individuals feeling that we owe them something, and in this world, you got to work for it. Yeah. And we are trying to teach our youth that I don't care how big the FREE is. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not even. It's, it's not even a real word because somebody else has already paid for it. Thank you. There's no it's such never, thing as free. free. Somebody is paying for it. Yeah. Or has paid for it. If we can get that mindset um, to a lot of individuals around here, I think this community can really, really, really dominate. Um, if you look at the parks and you look at the playgrounds and you look at the houses and the streets and the trash, it doesn't cost a thing to pick it up and put it in the trash bag. It doesn't cost, um, it, first of all, it doesn't cost anything to tell a person, you know, you're doing a good job. Or, yeah, um, exactly. That goes, it up. That goes a long right. way. That goes a long yeah. way. Um, that goes a long way. But they feel that if they do that, they're owed something oh, or wow. they try to get something out of it. Um, this this community, we, we have to do better with that mm -hmm. of working towards something. Um, because to me, we, we've we also come into a culture of we always have our hand out. Yeah, exactly. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm, I'm like, where do all these social organizations come from and everybody's giving everybody something? Like, you, you, we used to, like she said, we used to have to work for it. Mm -hmm. Now everybody wants something for free. You know, I'm like, okay, we got to figure out a way to change that mindset. We have, you know, that you can't, you got to, you do have to work for it. You think, you know, if people really realize why we don't have a lot of events, it's because the people who, who are doing the events, it's like, okay, well, I just saw that person over here getting it and go over here and get it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, some people like triple, double dip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's something so simple as school supplies and mm -hmm. things like that. Like, yeah. there are people who actually... Need, need those it. things but because but it's, it's so free easy, right and you can get as much as you want you get as much as you want we struggle with well, that here I think that's part of our whole country at large yeah, yeah. just kind of misused and abused um help yeah helping people yeah we've kind of taken it to exploit yeah people as opposed to elevate their thinking and understanding about doing something working for it yeah because I want to, see, you know, I, I, want, I want to see the community, you know, I want to see the next generation of homeowners, you know, the next generation of business owners, you know, because, you know, a long time ago on the east side, that used to be, you know, a lot of business owners, a lot of people that own homes over there. And even though our, our, the community has changed with the demographics, you know, it's not as many, you know, African-Americans as it is, you know, Hispanics, it's more Hispanics now. But um, you know, we, we saw that and so now we're we are the lesser the lesser minority now, you know, and so just because it's so it's so few of us now, I mean there's no reason for us not to be empowered and change. You know, we come together, we can we can fix a lot of the social problems that we're having, you know, social issues. We just gotta stick together. Right. And stop competing. We gotta stick and together. Stop competing against, competing against each other. Yeah. You know, I, you know, if we came together, we can open up some bit you know, some bit some 
you know, some buildings or something like that's, that. You know, we can. Like, you know, I we think can. it's more so people seeing that us is we can stick with one another. Right. I don't yeah. think that you know, I don't see that in the community a lot. Um and it's like it's it's really free. It's it's not hard to say, Hey, let's do this for the community and get together and we need that. Yeah. We need that. Because I mean to me our young people are watching us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because if we don't stick together, they're not going to stick together. Right. You know, they're not going to, because they're patterning themselves after us. You know, and so, you know, that is the thing. We're supposed to be leaving something for them because, you know, I do believe you reach one, you teach one. That's right. You know, and that's the thing. You know, Ms. Norma, she's, she's reaching back, trying to help, you know, some of our, some of our entrepreneurs, you know, that are coming up. And, I, and I'm watching. I'm paying attention. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait till they blow yeah. up. Getting, I'm like, man, to, I can't wait. Getting them to think beyond just getting that piece of paper. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And then like the mentality that a lot of people have. It's a lot of smart people and it's a lot of people that are capable of Mm -hmm. doing more in the community but they have the mentality that nobody's going to listen or I can't do that. I'm not in a position to do that. Why not? Right. Right. And you know, you know, and some things that we have, people think it might take a lot of money but it really doesn't. It doesn't. You know, we had a conversation yesterday. You was like, you don't have to go and you know, go and get this. I forgot what you were saying about, you know, modeling well, or something like that. It's I'm like, like people say, well, I can't afford to go do that. Well, how, how do you know you're going to have to pay for anything? Yeah. You don't know what kind of resources are available to right. you when an opportunity. Right? And if you actually look for them, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot. There's so many ways of doing things. You know, yes. when you start, everybody that's successful didn't start out with, all kinds of money and yeah. just you know they had to work for it but that's that's a lot of people's problem mm-hmm. they don't want to put in that initial work, work. to benefit from you want the benefits without the work and yeah. that's, that's, but, that's, but one of the best things that could ever happen to a person is to if you saw somebody that you respect and you thought that they were successful Ask them how they mm-hmm. obtain their success. Don't sit back and say, oh, it must be nice to have this, that, or, you know, or the other. Sit down and ask the person, mm-hmm. how, you know, how did you come to, to do this or have, you know. And they'll be happy, happy to share with you how they did it. And open up so many windows of opportunity, resources that you would have never had available. You've got to ask the right questions yeah. about it. Yeah. Don't sit there and make the wrong assessment. Ask the right questions. Yeah. And sometimes I think sometimes we're just intimidated mm-hmm. and we're scared to ask because you know we might you know we think we might ask a stupid question. Well, let me. I'm gonna help you understand this right now. This is what I tell everybody: we're not responsible for a person's level of intimidation. You are totally responsible for that on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just and that's a fear thing. And yeah. uh, you can't serve in power and be fearful. That's true. You just can't do it. So you got to stand in your power. Mm -hmm. And standing in your power means you just got to stand up and ask the right questions. And another thing is if, I mean, I feel like too, if, if you, if you got it, just keep going. Mm -hmm. You know, don't, don't let anybody, you know, knock you down. You just got to keep going. You know, regardless of, you know, the naysayers, you know, because at the end of the day, they're going to pay attention and they're going to see, you know what, they, 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 they went up, they went up here. You know, they, they, they climb the ladder and we sit there and we watch them because now you can see everything, you know, unfolding on social media. You know, you, know, oh, yeah. you can. You can see Look, everything unfolding. And that's, and you I, can I see from saying, when they started middle and then... Use social media to your advantage yeah. right now before it's taken away yes, and you're going to have to 
then you're gonna really yeah, before have to it's for before it. it's regulated. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. and it's coming it's real coming. fast it's with coming. that. So you you know, get your get it together, get it in gear, and make the best of it right now, and then be ready for the change because it's it's gonna come it's a big change. But then once you've got your flow, you know, there's all kinds of ways. You know, we can go back to the old, you know, write a <laughs> write a notes yeah. in the car. Uh -huh. Hey, we having a, we having this big event. We yeah. want you to come. Come uh -huh. on, in. and and we can get back to that. You know, yeah. Uh, I think that a lot of successful individuals they didn't have a limit to closed doors because when you're trying to rise to the top, there's going to be so many doors that close. Mm -hmm. But successful people they don't have a limit. Mm -hmm. uh, the people who are afraid after the second door is closing, but that, they that's look. the whole power of that's the whole power of standing in your power. Yeah. Mm. Cause if you, you go know, in intimidated, that first door closed, that's just not everybody. Right. <laughs> you know, the only person that's responsible for intimidation is you. Yeah. I'm not responsible for it. And I and when people used to tell me, Oh, you intimidate me, so I said, Oh no, 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 no. Don't <laughs> give that power to me. <laughs> I am not responsible for that. So don't give me that power. Don't get, you know? I don't give that power to anybody. I don't, I wouldn't won't tell uh -huh. anyone to intimidate me. <laughs> you know. So, but you got to stand in your power. Yeah. That's one of them good things about being an East Side kid. We're not easily intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the thing is, even with with that, you know, I guess that's a to me that's a it's a label now. But now kids live everywhere in our community. Mm -hmm everywhere mm -hmm. so we gotta be able to reach reach them in all areas mm -hmm. you know because it used to be like you said east side you had the the uh i don't know power pipe kids and you had the you know the hill kids mm -hmm. and so now <laughs> and so now our young people they live everywhere and so we have to be seen everywhere to be able to reach all our young people mm -hmm. you know because that is, i mean because i just do believe you know everybody was put here for a reason oh i you just have to know what you, that, that reason is and sometimes we we tend to get off, you know, the course, you know, and we do things that, you know, that's not, hey, that's not your gift. I, you know, I recognize what, what, my, what my gifts are. I don't try to get nobody else to get, hey, that's you. Right. You know, so, hey, let's come on, let's work together. Right. You know, because I don't, mm -mm, I recognize that, you know, and so, you know, that's like, you know, I think, you know, I'm, and this is give a plug for party makers. I love to watch, I love to oh, look yes. at party makers because I'm like, man, the people around, in this, in this world is, they bad. Yes. They are some bad jokers, and I just like the fact the lady that started that particular um, social media site, she just like simple, you know. But she's sharing her knowledge, and then she's allowing other people to get on her page and share their knowledge. You know, she don't want anybody coming in, you know, just trying to, you know. But she, you know, and that's the way we should be doing. Right, and that's, that's why we should and that's be doing. That's what I'm all about. I'm, you know, I have so many resources that I've been blessed to have. I just want to give it away to everybody that wants it. Mm -hmm. That's what she used to tell me. I used to. Yeah. Be, and this, is, she's one of my little mentors. She don't know that I just love her <laughs> so much. I mean, we fight a lot of her, her energy, but I because I love she her. and she probably knows, you know, that your gift and knows the potential you have. And sometimes, like you said, we do have to slow down. Mm -hmm. We have to slow down and say, you know what? I need to take, you know, whatever wisdom is being given to me, and just listen. You know, yeah. because like I said, it's patience. It's it's hard to be patient. Yeah, it is. Well, would you want to reinvent the wheel? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've rolled every wheel yeah. and had every spoke. I've <laughs> got more spokes than anybody. I've replaced mm -hmm. more spokes. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. All yeah. I want to do is just give pass it to the you. torch. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Pass the torch because this you have to pass the torch to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, because as I said, in my line of work, we I tell, you know, tell the people, my officers I work with, 
is that y'all y'all train y'all replacements. Mm-hmm. I'm training my replacement. Somebody mm-hmm. I had to I had to walk in I had to take somebody else's place, you know. Mm-hmm. And so now it's my turn to train my replacement. And so eventually the cycle is gonna you know, the wheel's gonna turn where you're gonna be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You might be somebody might a young you know, your daughter might be sitting here where I'm sitting, you know, and talking to that next group of mm-hmm. leaders. You know, and so but it's moving. It's moving fast. It is. It's moving fast and we just gotta be ready. Be ready for the boom. You know, because it's coming. And I do believe it's coming for the city. It's oh, coming. I, I, that's why I know that's why we're here and I'm stay I stayed here. I've been here mm-hmm. twenty years mm-hmm. now. You know, I came kicking and screaming at <laughs> question. But mm-hmm. I'm here and I'm here to stay. Yeah. So what impact do you wanna make um do you do you wanna make as far as um for our young girls? What kind of impact? What kind of what kind of because right now we need it we need to have some type of impact you know because you know what i see now you know they just don't have that you know they're not motivated they're you know they don't really have a lot of role models you know and i call them real models you know because they're not, you know we know beyonce is a role model but you know right. they can't get to beyonce like realistic you're realistic role models right. you know and so we need they need to see more of that you know because i don't see a lot of that that look like me you know look like us i know in the school system i don't see that you know and so what kind of role, what kind of impact do you want to make? You know, as far as in the community, and then just just being, um, you know, a real model for our young ladies. You know, because um, it's it's you know it's not it's to me it's not it's they didn't choose the, the they didn't choose the home they they are in. They didn't you know it's not their choice. You know, it's just that's the cards that was dealt to them. That's you know that's just what you know who got allowed them to be in. And so you know. Right well, I've adopted so many daughters now since I've been in Corsi County. I, I mean, I, it's like, look, I'm your other mom. If you need to come and talk to me and pick my brain, I'm here. Yeah. I have an open heart and arms. You know, I'm never too, I don't even use busy as a part of any conversation I'll have with you. Busy, it doesn't produce any good fruit. Yeah. All it does is, a, it's like an excuse. Yeah. When people say, well, I'm too busy, and I, or I think, I know you're too busy. It's like, oh, no, no, no. My life is never too busy, you know, to help someone who wants my help. Because we want, we need to be approachable, right? You know, approachable, not not like stiff neck and oh, you know, I don't have time, you know, because, you know, our young, they, I mean, our young people need to, they need to know that they can approach us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if any like like, like any any knowledge that you have, you need to share it, you know, because this group that's coming behind us, they. They're the te- they are the technology generation. They, they, that's all they're going to know. They don't know anything else but technology. So we know, you know, I went to a, uh, a school one last year sometime. This little girl said, I said, so what are you going to do when you grow up? I want to be a YouTuber. <laughs> uh, is that a career? Because that was new to me. And I'm thinking, what kind of career is that? You know, and I had to ask one of the teachers. I'm like, what is a YouTuber? That's, a re- that's you the know? reality. Of, yeah. That's their, that's their reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... People actually make money off of YouTube, you know, and so that's that's the industry that they'll know, you know, when we just we you know what our what our industry what our job market that we know, but the kids that are the the babies that that are coming up now, there's jobs out there we don't we can't even think of we hadn't even thought of you know the teachers are teaching kids, and they're teaching these kids now for careers that now they don't even exist right now, you know, and so. Um, you know, we just got to be be mindful that that's what we have coming up, you know, and be prepared, you know, and like even like with your business, you know, what is that? What does branding look like in the next 10 years? Right. You know, what does that look like? Well, most people 
in the next 10 years, there'll probably be more entrepreneurs on the uh, circuit than jobs for other people yeah. working for companies yeah. and stuff. Because the big box businesses are going away. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you, we see in town, look at H-E-B, you know, curbside service. Yeah. You know, then you got DoorDash. You don't even have to leave your home. Like, you don't even have to leave Everything your home now. It's just convenience. It's convenience. Right, right. You know, so as a as business women, you're going to have to adapt to that. Mm -hmm. You have to adapt to it. You know that everybody's gonna start ordering stuff online. You I, know, but I also feel like it's putting us in a position to instill more work ethic into the kids because society is basically making them lazy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's it like really we is. have to work harder to instill that in them. You know, for them to just because you can't. Okay, I can get my phone and go to my little notes on my phone and do this. But I also can grab a piece of paper and just write it down. Yeah. You know, so it's that if you can't have technology, what are you going to do? You don't want to just be stuck. But the kids coming up, if that's all they know and everything accommodates that, then so yeah. it's us to us, the actual work. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the so, actual yeah. work, work ethic. Well, yeah, and you have to get the, the young ones. You have to set the, the parameters around healthy usage of all this uh, artificial intelligence and mm -hmm. technology because if you don't that's all they're gonna know it's like yep you have to treat that technology as like a reward for them doing the basic mm -hmm. thing they need with their critical thinking capacity so as boss ladies boss women how do you how do you manage family how do you manage family <laughs> in in your business you know how do you because you I mean how do you how do you juggle it because you know, it's, it's it's a busy time now. You know, it's just, you know, you got if you if you if you got your own business, you know, you got to be able to juggle, you know, juggle it all, and also have stability at home. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard. But one of the perks of having your own business is the ability to be like, okay, look, I need my time right now. I'm I'm not accepting no new clients. I'm not, you know, I'm shutting this down for a day. If it's social media, I schedule them some posts that's gonna get them through the day, and then okay, baby, let's go watch a movie, let's go whatever. And then sometimes you kind of have to bring the extra into the business world, like okay, because I tell my husband, like okay, well, come listen to this with me, or come do this, because like we getting that bonding time, but I'm still working, okay. like because it, it, it get it get hard. <laughs> Mine's chaos. I'm not gonna even lie. <laughs> chaos. Um, my kids are six years apart. My youngest just started school, trying to be an entrepreneur. Um, I just got hired at a full-time job. So having a full-time job, trying to balance my other work life, my kids, it's hard. It's chaos. So stability has been my main thing. And especially with a job, I find it so hard to find stability with jobs here in Corsicana. So that's why it goes back to me touching and doing some of everything because I find stability in those things when I can control them. Mm. Um, sometimes they don't pay the bills, so I have to go back, and, you know, and work. Mm. So definitely stability is my main thing, and I'm working on that. I think the older my kids get, I have it. Hard work will pay off, so so I'm yeah. gonna keep pushing. So, Ms. Do you have any any uh, comments you want to make on that as far as to help these young ones? You know, I know. What about you? You hadn't said anything about juggling? Um, I will say that I struggled at first um, with work and 
personal being a mom and uh, a boss because when you go into a job you want to change the world and um, it's like no limits and so sometimes you do forget hey I got a house mm -hmm. um, it was it's been a challenge for years and years for me to cut that switch on and off because um, I used to be that person that would take work home. I would have my laptop and bathe my kids and feed my kids and get back on my laptop. And I started to realize that my health was um, was was horrible. Um, I was gaining weight because I was eating on the go mm -hmm. and not taking the time to cook. Um, I was missing um, my. I was when it came to mental and emotional parts of my kids, I was missing yes. it. Like I miss my son's and my daughter's first step mm. working. Yeah. Um, and so it took a it, it took a toll on me to the point I had to say, you know what, I, I gotta take care of myself mm. first. Because at the end of the day, if something happens to me, this job is still gonna be here. Right. Yeah. They're gonna replace me. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but you cannot rewind your kids' first steps. You can't rewind your kids' mm -hmm. first soccer game and first day of school. You can't do that. Um, so, I, I am learning, and Shayla, I, I have struggled too, mm -hmm. and I still struggle sometimes. I can admit that I do struggle, but now it's just kind of like, you know what? I'm not taking a laptop home. I really don't take anything home when I go home now, and it'll be there when I get back. It really yeah. will. Really. Um, and so, yeah, that's just. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> it take a, it take a while to kind of find your routine, how yeah. to balance the two, or balance them enough to stay sane. Yes, because <laughs> yes. you have to find your own little groove. Yeah. But being an entrepreneur, it's easy for y'all to say, you know what, I'm not going in today. You know, it's just <laughs> I'm gonna take a month out until. Yeah. Until you wake up and you got all these. Can you do this? Why didn't you do this? Well, where are you? Can you come? I just took <laughs> an hour off. But <laughs> well, when you're on salary, it's different because yeah. you yeah. yeah. Um, you have PTO and you have sick yeah. days. And, more and when I realize that you got 90 hours of sick and vacation, something wrong with me, yeah. not the company, because I have time that I can take hey, off. I'm yeah. just not choosing to take off. Mm -hmm. So. You gotta do a self reevaluation yourself. Like, what's yeah. really going on with you? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Anything else? No, anybody else? Anything else? Well, I've already lived through all that. And <laughs> my my baby's thirty six years old, and now I'm a grandparent. And and this, with this age that we're in of technology and everything, I can see where it could be hard for the younger generation to manage family with work, because it it could be a burden. Cause they don't have to worry about cooking. Cause you can just have it delivered. Yeah, yeah. Everything's delivered now. It's it's just it's just that self care thing yeah. that that we really have to make a conscientious effort to choose that and make that a priority. Because if you're not well and whole, yeah, these jobs are going to rob your children of what their quality of life should look like. Yeah, and it won't create a healthy standard for them to measure it by. I think we get into the mindset that prices have went up, gas has gone up, groceries, furniture, anything. So a lot of us single parents are trying to keep our head above water. And so we work those extra hours, we work overtime, and we get programmed that you have to work, 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 work. But mm -hmm. I found that some of the 
um, poorest people are the happiest people because they know how to turn it off mm -hmm. and they don't care what well, I want to offer I want to offer this to you because this is where my um, life balance thing was I was a single mom and my daughter was 10 when I got married but as a single mom and working in a real high stress job and very demanding I had to come to the uh, place where I said okay what's more important my failing health and my absence from my child or the job or this, mm -hmm. um, this money and this, you know, the things and all of that. And then it's like, what's your motivation for even going to a job? And then I found out it wasn't really the money. Mm -hmm. It was because I liked what I was doing and I was making a difference. And then when I could rework my life to where I could work when I want to or stand up to my boss, employer and say, you know what? I'm only going to do these many hours a day. I have a child and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. If they value your work and your input to that job, they will make the adjustment. Mm -hmm. But you got to stand up and demand it. That's why I just live and, on and my we, job. And we can do that. Mm -hmm. And we and we can do that. Yeah. You know, they can't speak a curse over, well, you know, da-da-da-da-da needs to be done and this, 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 this. And it is your job. And you can say, no, my job is to take care of my child and da-da-da-da-da. But while I'm here performing this job for you, I can't do a job of excellence if I can't get these kind of things. And this is the priorities I have to set to be the best employee that you have on your roster. And they will listen to you. Mm -hmm. I have to, yeah, they will. You go, you go with, don't even put energy. Yeah, don't put negative. You have to go in yeah. with full confidence. Like these are my priorities and this is what I need. And you, and you know you're making a contribution of excellence, right? then why not? And they will. Because I believe most most employers and even CEOs or whoever, they were, most of them are parents. Mm -hmm. They were parents themselves. Mm -hmm. And so they, you know, they, they know what it's like for the, you know, and I know our young people, they like to see their parents in the stands or at the, you know, whatever the performance they're doing, you know. And so, I mean, like, like if you talk to them, they understand. Yeah. They do. They, they should understand because... They, they want, I think they want, us, they want you to have that balance, you know, because to me, we all know, you know, mental illness is real. Yes. You know, it, it really is real. It really is. It's real. And now that we're putting a face to mental illness, because before people didn't talk about it, mm -hmm. now we're talking about it, right. you know. And so, so you want your, I believe, a, 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 a boss or whoever, supervisor, they want that employee to have a balance. You know, right. to me, being a part of your family, be going, being, being, participating with your kids or whatever, to me that's a balance to me. That, and it says a lot about your character yes. when you can confront that head on, mm -hmm. you know, with confidence. But as women, we're we we kind of undermine our worth mm -hmm. and our value and our you know, the contributions that we make. We make wonderful contributions, yes, and. Uh, we have to support each other and let each other know, you know, you're doing a good job with what you do and you're doing a great job with balancing your kids, you know. We have to let one another know that about. And then and then also to help each other out. You know, <coughs> if I know Shay needs, you know, this, mm -hmm. I should be like, Okay, let me let me help her. Let me you know, if I know she needs you know, something. We just need to do that. We just need to work together. Yeah, you need to stand in mom and go yeah. cheer at the gym. Yeah. Just got on retired. Yeah. I have my mother. She's yeah. a, yeah. she's a that's big, a, that's big yeah. Yeah. Support, yeah. support, yeah. Extended support, support system. system. Yeah. You have to have an extended one. Sometimes 
you can overuse family support, but get you some extended yeah. support system. Yeah, we, we have, your mama's tired and booked. I'm, I'm making yeah. that just Ms. We Rose, have a you? section. We yeah. have a section. Yeah. You know, because, you know. My problem was delegating. Mm. Yeah, uh, and, and that's being always a supervisor, hard for you. you forget to delegate because you want to make sure that everything is going right, and when you leave, you know you if you, if you're not doing it, it's not done right. I had to get out that mentality a long time ago because mm-hmm. I was stressing yeah. myself. And that, and that will take you under real quick, and your health will go. Yes. So now that I have trained the staff and got them to, if something happens to me, they're able to, you know, move on without mm-hmm. me. I'm able to take some days off because mm-hmm. I know when I come back, is the building still going to be there? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And the yeah. kids still going to be there. Yeah. So, so we just need, we just need our ladies to take you know take care take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, self-care our women. Self care mm-hmm. is the best care. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a big I have a shirt that that one of my coworkers in. Self care best care. Mm-hmm. You know, and I believe that. You know, and a lot of times we we tend as women we tend to put ourselves on the back burner and take care of everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, we spread ourselves so thin, mm-hmm. you know, because we're taking care of the family, the kids, the husband, you know, then we're taking care of, you know, the, the house, and then we got to work, you know, and then after a while, then we are, Everything but yeah, ourselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. but ourselves. <laughs> They're born nurturers, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that, yeah. That's, that's to a fault, though, for us. Yeah. yeah. You know, women love hard, they play hard, they mm-hmm. do everything hard, yeah. and yeah. they fall hard. And they fall hard, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. So anyway, but ladies, that wasn't hard, was it? No, oh, no. It was actually really, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it? Yeah, well, I mean, I know what y'all, you know, with, if y'all expected anything, you know. So, you know, I just appreciate um, you guys coming on, and I look forward to seeing, you know, especially our, our business owners, our entrepreneurs, you know, booming. You know, I know you're going to take your, take your business to the top, because <laughs> I already know that. So, um, well, I know you offered a shout out at the beginning, yeah. and I didn't have one. And so I'm get, I'm gonna have y'all go around and do y'all last of the words and give you know, know any th- any okay any words that. of affirmation, you know, to any other women out there. You know, we're gonna go around and do that, and I'm gonna close. I have a, a little uh, a motivational quote I'm gonna give at the close at the close of the podcast. So we're gonna go around, Miss Norman. Wanna give you? Well, I just want I I just want to see more of us in these events that I do twice a year for the community. It is a community outreach thing and I want to see some other little girls and boys of color in it. So put it on your calendar October the 12th. It's Fashion Week is coming of course to Canada and I'm looking for some male and female models (coughs) for that event and I need to to sign up at the VF outlet Okay. if you're interested. And the deadline for getting in is September the 21st. It's the last day I'll take. Okay. Taylor? I enjoyed um, this segment, this podcast, um, listening to all the boss women around me. I'm the youngest here, so I definitely learned a lot and know that when I need to reach out to these women, I can. Um, and how about we get together, do something for the community, and just show other young individuals that it's okay to dream, it's okay to believe in yourself, it's okay to go. I have a boss lady, a boss lady conference. Yes, let's do okay. it. Let's I have a boss lady conference. Let's do one. I, I, I'm, throwing I I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it out there. I'm throwing it out there. I'm all about it. I'm a hands-on person, yeah. so it's a lot of things I have to put my hands on yeah, just so to understand yeah. it. Right. So if they could come and see us and just hear us, then I feel like that'll be a big help with the yeah. community. But stay so. tuned for the first boss lady conference coming to Corsicana, Texas. Yeah. Real soon. We spoke that today. Y'all heard it for the first time? Yes. You want to say something? Um... I really don't 
I feel like I already said a lot. Because <laughs> I want to I mean, let me back up. Because the thing, one thing about you know entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. learn the business, mm-hmm. and that comes with also the money part. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's you know one thing about that. You know, we we can do all the selling is and our, you know our business, but learn the the money piece of it. Because at the end of the day, you know here, you know you know we can back up, look at, and I would say I know I'm gonna I'm gonna put this plug in how Ezekiel Elliott got ninety million dollars. You know, I'm praying to God he got a financial planner. You know, and that's the thing, you know, if you're going to be a boss lady, a boss woman, learn the business piece of it. That's right. Learn it because that's where we fall, you know, is it because we don't learn the business side of it. And that is so important in this day and time, you know, have a get a financial planner, you know, because, you know, that's that's the big drawback that we have. We don't learn the the finance, the the business part of it, you know, so that's my little extra piece. Shame. Um. <laughs> I really I, I enjoyed it um kind of you get an under a better understanding for a lot of things when you just actually talk to people mm-hmm. so I would encourage people to do that more because you can learn a lot if you just take time to talk to somebody in my opinion I feel like it's more effective if it makes you uncomfortable to talk to that person yes. get out of your comfort zone step outside of the box do you know if you're if you're if everything is easy you're not doing enough mm-hmm. so that's that's really like my only thing I, I i want more of this all right i've really enjoyed our conversation <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, I love talking about stuff like this because it's, it's really an eye-opener and a lot of uh, individuals don't want to take it um don't want to be real about it um and you cannot fix an issue if you're not real with yourself first mm-hmm. and real with others mm-hmm. and so this is definitely a plus for me um, and I really look forward to the conference um, let's, let's do I it I can't wait yeah I can't wait and thank you for letting us be a part of this this wonderful experience again yeah. first time I've ever done one so <laughs> you've given me an opportunity that I've never had before so All thank right. you I think this is good for Carson County too, this platform for business owners to come and say, this is what I do and to talk to other, like, I, I, I think this and is And just put that on the table. I mean, yeah. the ups and downs, the, you oh, know, yeah. I mess, I spent too much, I didn't do my money right. And so mm-hmm. now I got to start all over again. I mean, just be, just put it on the table. Because, you know, for a long time, even in the hair industry, they didn't get that business side. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't get the, you know, if you got your hair license, they didn't get the business side. I know they didn't because they... They didn't, they didn't teach it at the high school. They didn't teach that. Mm-hmm. So now, so now it's you know, the tables are turning where they're teaching the business side of that. Because mm-hmm. you know we need people to have some form of stability when they get sixty years old, sixty-five. Mm-hmm. You know. So anyway, so I'm gonna close out with this little quote, and it's befitting for this moment. And so, um, behind every successful woman is a tribe of other successful women who have her back. So with that being said, thank you for listening to Canada Girl Podcast. Y'all have a good night. Canada Girl Speaks Podcast is recorded at Shred Shed Studio. Shred Shed Studio, where you get big city production at small town prices. Recording, mixing, mastering, guitar instruction, production, and songwriting. Find out more at ShredShedStudio.com or email your inquiries to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at ShredShedStudio.com. 
the premier music studio in Corsicana, Texas. Mm-hmm.